Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Newsmakers Week with Bickley and Murata Mornings, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, we kick off Newsmakers Week, day three here on Bickley and Murata Mornings with a visit the first time he's joining the show. The new general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, Monty Ossenford, who joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Monty, my name's Vince Murata. My partner is Dan Bickley. A belated congratulations and welcome to the Valley to you. Dan and Vince, great to be here this morning. Very excited, uh, exciting times around here, and uh, expe- excited to spend some time with you guys this morning. Yeah, it's um, it's been a whirlwind, I'm sure. Five weeks on the job for you, going through an extensive head coaching search. Uh, how would you how would you sum up your first five weeks on the job, Monty? It's been outstanding. You know, we've we've had a chance to talk to a lot of impressive coaching candidates. You know, we went through, uh, interviewed ten different ten different candidates. Got a chance to talk to them, a couple of them a, a couple different times, and and excited to add Jonathan Gannon to our group. He's going to bring uh, a, a high level of capacity and character to our team. Uh, he's got a great plan, a great vision on on how he's going to build things here with with myself and and Michael Bidwell, and we're just we're, we're, we couldn't be more excited to get rolling here. There's a lot of exciting things, particularly after a lot of the fans who had to live through last season, which was just a disaster from start to finish. One of those years you want to forget as soon as it's over. Moving forward, uh, how concerned are you about the youth and the inexperience of this staff that you are assembling? Yeah, you know, I think I think what we've we've focused on is adding the right type of coaches and the right type of people to this organization, and that's going to extend through all levels of, of football. That that's what it's all about. It's it's the right people, and we've we've focused on on making sure that the people that we're bringing in here have the have experience, whether it's in the NFL or the college. There's a mix of people that have have, have had experience in the league. There's some that that are lesser experienced coaches, but we're excited about what they bring to the table and everybody that was added to the coaching staff and we're getting closer to having a complete staff was brought in here with a intentional mindset of, of what they're going to bring and really building the coaching staff and, and building any part of the organization it, it's it's a lot like building a roster and it's about finding the right people um, and, and and the people that can fit together and work together and, and to put a winning product on the field and so that's what that's what we're excited about monty austin ford arizona cardinals general manager our guest here on newsmakers week here on bickley and Mar- of mornings you, you talked about the number of candidates you spoke with and, and went through this process which which lasted I think 37 days was the the final tally you decide on Jonathan Gannon in the end but I, I think that's a learning experience uh, for an organization as well when you go through that many interviews Monty what what did you learn early on in your tenure uh, as general manager of the Cardinals about this organization really in that whole process and it was it really was a great learning experience to get to get an outside perspective and and to be honest mine was an outside perspective uh, and there was things that I had to learn and and then when we bring different coaches around you know every building in the NFL is different and so when we brought the different coaches in everybody had a different feel or a different flavor on what exactly their vision was for the team and so just to hear different ways of of doing things that was beneficial for me it was beneficial for Michael it was beneficial 
special for the rest of the interview team just to get new ideas and fresh ideas of, yeah, hey, that makes sense. Or, yeah, I don't know if I, I see it that way, but I can, I can understand why another team would do that. And so going through that process, it, it certainly was a learning experience for me. And, I, and it's, it's things that we're going to apply here as we move forward in, in terms of just roster building and, and just how, how the football operations work. There are, yeah, there are a lot of theories on how to build a football team. One that seems to endure is to build big and strong up front. It's something the Eagles obviously did very well and got back to the Super Bowl with last year. I know you've talked about some of this. Tell our listeners, how do you believe a football team should be built? Yeah, and I think I think really before we get into any of that, I think it really starts again to, with the right type of people, the people that are going to put the team above themselves, that the te- the the people that are going to uh, when something may be better for them intent or personally, really the guys that are going to go above and beyond and go go extra for the team and put them in front, um, you know. So it starts with adding the right type of people, no matter what what position what we're talking about. But you know, in reality, when when we start talking about constructing a roster. Hey, there's decisions to, to, that have to be made. And you, you, sure, we'd love to get all pros at every single position, and that's just not reality. And so, you know, we have to be smart. The NFL is, is set up where you've you got to pick your, pick your uh, poison, where, where you're going to put your money, where you're going to put your resources. And then there's, there's places where you're not going to have as many resources. And so, you know, I think a big area for us is that we, we have to look at the, the, the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. You know, if you can control the line of scrimmage offensively, if you can control the line of scrimmage defensively, it opens up opportunities for really everybody else around. And, and I think you saw that in the in the two teams that played in the Super Bowl this year, uh, you know, Philadelphia and Kansas City. I mean, yes, they the, both teams were full of great players, but look at the offensive and defensive lines on both of those teams, and they were, you know, they were strong on both sides, and, and in the end, those were the last two, those were the two best teams in the NFL this year, and those were the two teams playing for the trophy at the end. Cardinals GM Monty Ossenford, our guest here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. In terms of roster construction, and we know there's there's big questions, and we'll start with the quarterback position. You have the knowledge that your starting quarterback, Kyler Murray, will not be available uh, at the beginning of the season. His timetable for a return is still up in the air. What is the likelihood this offseason that you, you add a quarterback that can come in and be a starter in the interim without Kyler Murray, Monty? Yeah, and I think that's something that we're in the initial stages of, of, of working through here. You know, we've we've had that we we made the coordinators hires earlier this week. We're we're close to adding the the rest of the staff. You know, Kyler's been in the building the last two weeks. He's been working hard. I mean, it's great seeing him down there grinding on the rehab. You know, we we the first priority for for us is getting Kyler healthy, um, and that's you know getting him in a place where he's ready to go and do the things that that we've all seen him do before. You know, it, as it, as it, it pertains to adding other pieces to the roster that's something that we're going to evaluate you know Colt uh, Colt McCoy's here he's been working hard he's going to be ready to go this spring um, you know and we're going to evaluate the quarterback position and really every position on the team and and when they when it makes sense to add a piece to the roster that's going to add competition it's going to add depth then we're not going to hesitate to do it and we're going to explore every avenue that we can to, to make that happen the, yeah the importance of accountability was one of the things that you talked about early on after you were hired Monty and, and a lot of people gravitated to that because, again, this is uh, something that seemed to be in short supply last year and in previous years. Uh, How important is that and how do you execute that as a new staff? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I can't speak on what, what did or didn't happen here last year. I, w- I was not here. All I, all I can say is that, again, I'll go back to it. It starts with adding the right type of people. And, and we've done, a, we've done a, the gr- a great job of that here in the last week of adding the right type of coaches to the staff. And then w- one thing that Jonathan always talks about is what is what does winning behavior look like? And so really that is just as much that is as much what not to do as it is what to do. And so we're going to describe to players what winning behavior is. We're going to show them what it is. And we're going to call out when things are win- what, what is winning behavior. And then when something is falling short and there's no one that's going to put that uh, that model and that example together more than us as a staff, us as a coaching staff, as a personnel staff, as the entire football operations, we're going to show the players what winning behavior is. And then it's going to, we're going to explain to the players what the winning behavior is. And when people fall short of that, it's going to stick out and we're going to call it out. And we're not going to be afraid of doing that. And we're excited to put that type of culture and accountability back into this program. We, uh, we know as a football team in, a, in an organization, your fresh eyes are going to be invaluable. It's something the organization has needed. I, I heard you talk about the importance of kind of tapping into the undrafted free agent pool as a resource, something the Patriots have done real well. As you begin to assess what you have in front of you candidly, how bad is the roster? How much work needs to be done in terms of roster infrastructure that's ahead of you? Yeah, there are there are definitely pieces in place on this team. There is there is talent available on this team, and we need to add talent. There's there's no question. We need to we need to turn over every stone uh, that we can to add talent and add competition to this roster. And so there's there's many ways to do that throughout the season, uh, and it and it's uh, and it's already begun. We've went through a week of unrestricted free agency meetings with our pro staff. We just finished yesterday with ten days of meetings with our college staff. Uh, so we got through that. We're gonna we're we're getting the coaching staff together, and, and we'll explain to them what their role is in the in the evaluation process. And you know, unfortunately, uh, the, the team had to go through a, a long season last year, and which is not acceptable acceptable to any of us. What that does do is it puts us in a, in a position with the, the third pick in the draft and the third pick in every round, and it also gives us a, a opportunity as the third in the waiver claims as we go through here August. And, and the start of the season. And so that's going to represent an opportunity for us to, to claim players. Um, and so there's going to be multiple checkpoints as we go here, that starting with free agency to the draft, to trades, to, uh, to claiming players, to August cut down, that we're going to have an ability to add talent to this roster and then also develop the guys with the new coaching staff, develop the guys that are already here because there are pieces in place. And with the, the guys that we're planning to add, we're going to be, we're going to be able to add, a, add enough pieces to put a, a very competitive roster on the field this year. Cardinals general manager Monty Austin for our guest here on Newsmakers week with the draft a couple of months away and in recent years the draft it's always a crapshoot we know this it's not an exact science but it hasn't also uh it wasn't considered a strength of the cardinals going into your first draft and heading up football operations for the cardinals is there a general philosophy is is there a trait that you look for in, in draftees i'm always curious about you know how individuals view that going into the process monty I'm looking for guys that love football. Everybody in this department is, is if we can find guys that love football, guys that compete, guys that will put the team first, that's where we're going to start. And it starts with adding those type of players. And if we can add those type of players, and then there's going to, certainly there's going to be a prerequisite amount of talent that 
you know, I, I love football and I'm going to put the team first, but hey, nobody wants to see me out there running around on Sundays, trust me. Um, you know, so we're, I'm not talking that. That's not the only thing, but we, we are looking to marry that with talented players and we're going to get those players on our team and that's going to be the overall philosophy and we're going to have a picture of how we want to play uh, schematically and the, the traits, the physical traits that we're looking for uh, at each position and that's going to come through JG and through the coordinators and that's going to be common knowledge through all of our uh, coaching staff and personnel staff and we're going to find the right players for the Cardinals both on and off the field. Alright, you're getting me hyped, Monty. Here's my last question for you. A lot of people have looked at the particulars with DeAndre Hopkins' contract with rumblings that he wants to finish elsewhere, that he's hell-bent on the Hall of Fame, all of that. And we've all kind of assumed that this is going to have to be a trade piece that you execute. Uh, I've We've read that you've met with him and talked with him. Is there hope that he might stick around? Update us on D, on D Hop going forward. Yeah, I had a great talk with D Hop a couple of weeks ago. It was great. You know, I just kind of explained to him what what my philosophy was. Kind of the same things that I've told you. Uh, it was a great conversation. Um, you know, again, like D Hop's been a great player in this league for a long time. Uh, I'm excited to work with him. And you know, I think any roster decisions of that we're in the very early stages right now. But you know, I would say I, from afar, I've had to compete against um, again, not me personally, but I've been on teams that have had to compete against D Hop, and I know what a problem he and a stress that he puts on defenses um so you know i'm i'm excited to have d hop on the team and really as it goes for whether it pertains to d hop situation or anybody's situation we're gonna we're in the stages of evaluating that um but you know i'm i'm excited that d hop is on the team with me right now monty thanks so much for uh, making some time for us on newsmakers week really appreciate it hopefully we can chat again real soon Absolutely, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you, you Monty Ossenforth, the uh, new general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, kicking off day three of Newsmakers Week.